Broadcasting from a sex-writing cave somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smutlancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smutlancer podcast is hosted by Kayla Lords and Molly Moore, two sex bloggers who have more ideas than they have time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a mini vacation. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smutlancing career to a new level, join the Smutlancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with both Molly and Kayla and an entire community of other people who create content about sex and want to get paid to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. That's patreon.com slash thesmutlancers to learn more. everybody, Kayla Lords back for another Smutlancers podcast with the wonderful, the fabulous, my good friend, Molly Moore. Hello, Molly. Hi. So glad we're back and so glad nobody has kicked us <laughs> off the internet yet. I'm still waiting. <laughs> and that I actually turned up this time. Yeah, I, well, that's okay. That's okay. It's it's part show business. It's the <laughs> schedules, conf- um, whatever, whatever. It was funny because you were looking at the wrong time on your calendar and I was using the wrong medium to try and contact you. We just (laughs) fucked it up all over the place. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But hey, here we are. It's Friday. And I think, you know, this is a good thing to be doing on a Friday. I think so, too. It is pretty much the perfect end to my week. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. So Uh this week, we are talking about what, from our perspectives, what it's like to work from home. Uh, I know a lot of Smutlancers sort of have the dream that they will work from home. Um, And I think, I know I can speak for myself when I say that the dream and the reality are not always the same. But I will say it's it's definitely my favorite way to work. I don't have to go into an office. I can set uh-huh. my own schedule. And currently I am recording wearing coffee-themed pajamas while drinking coffee. And that is not something I could ever have done in an office. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm wearing a um, hot octopus t-shirt. So they're going to get a little quick mention. Um, and... My leggings from my walk earlier because I didn't have time to change. Um, yeah, again, you couldn't just turn up at work like that and be like, oh. And I'm also, of course, most importantly of all, I don't have a bra on. Oh, yeah, no, no bras, no bras. Yes, that's one of the best things about working from home. It, yes, <laughs> yes. It's it's why I probably could never work in an office again. I mean, like, you want me to put on a what? <laughs> Right, all day, every day. Oh my God, you're shitting me, right? Yeah, no, not (laughs) not happening. So I think we can mutually agree the best thing about working from home is no bra, unless we Mm -hmm. wanna wear a bra. And Mm -hmm. truly wearing a bra now um, is a special occasion thing. I'm going Mm -hmm. out on a date with John Brownstone like we're gonna do tonight. And I'm washing the cutest bra I have because it makes me feel cute to wear. And also to not scare the locals like these are uh-huh. 40 year old boobs that have had two kids they are just not the same as they might have once been and so i like to give them a little support out in public but at home when i'm working they just hang free and life is good yep same here 
So let's start with talking about what it's like for us. I think we'll probably find a lot of similarities, of course, but I'm sure some differences too, about what it's like to work from home from a, a kind of what a day sort of looks like to just some of our little habits, whatever. I'll let you go first. What for you would you say is it mostly like in a mostly typical day when you're working from home? So one of the joys of working from home is that you can kind of organize your day and decide when you want to start work for you rather than what some you know company decides is the right thing or what society has decided is the right thing which is you know kind of nine to five blah, 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 blah. so i actually mostly don't start work until mid-morning at the earliest often around what people would refer to as lunchtime um, because I use my morning to do a few things for me, which is m you usually mostly go for my walk. So I walk every day for an hour at least. Um, and I do about four miles and it's the most important thing for me. Like I can't get, I can't function if I don't do it. So days when that can't happen because something else, you know, there's the odd thing that comes up where you're like, okay, I can't do that today. I've got to go and do something else. Um, those days are always completely fucked for me because then I'm like, I don't know where I am or what I'm doing because I haven't done that. <laughs> so I always get up and go, the first thing I do is go for my walk so that it's done. And then after that, once I've done that, I usually come home, I have coffee, have something to eat, a shower, and then I start work. So depending on what time I get up, that can be kind of any time. So as a result, I tend to work into the kind of later evenings because I start late. But that's like my choice. I could totally be like, you know what, I'm gonna get up at eight or nine or start work at eight or nine. And that means I can be done at four and have the evening to myself. So um, so yeah, that's the kind of biggest structure of my day is that I tend to have my walk in the morning, get myself organized and then start work, as I said, late morning around lunchtime-ish. Um, and then I tend to do like a block of work then. Then there'll usually be a break for me, depending on what the what the dancing queen is doing, really. <laughs> um, because if there's something she needs to go to, and also how we fit in dinner around what she needs to do. So there's usually a break of an hour, perhaps a couple of hours, roughly, I'd say, between kind of six and eight, roughly. Um, because some of that shit just has to be fitted in. Um and then I will usually settle down then again once we've had dinner and everything's tidied up and whatever and probably do another two or three hours work. Um, depends what I've got to do and how much I did, got, did get done and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and probably stop about 11-ish. My eyes are closing just thinking of that. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm a night owl, so I'm more than happy. I mean, there's been, there are many days, or not many days, but quite often where, you know, everything spirals out of control, the kids need something, I've got to go shopping, blah, 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 where I will end up doing the bulk of my work in the evening between like seven and midnight. Wow. Um,. But that just works for me because I'm like a weirdo night out. And whereas like if you said to me, oh, you've got to get up and do work between seven and 11 in the morning, I'd be like, I don't even know what that, like I can't eat one. I, I mean, I'll get up, but I don't even know what my name is until about 11 o'clock. So 
that's going to be useless. So for me, that evening is like my time. But I am appreciate that for many people that's not the case and that I'm a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> but you're our favorite weirdo. <laughs> it also explains why I thinking and I'm like, oh, there's a time difference. I'm DMing late at night. I will not get a response to this until first thing tomorrow morning and sometimes molly's like oh no here let me respond to you i'm like when does she sleep now i know <laughs> yeah so now i mean i, I often don't go to bed till uh any time between 12 and 2 wow wow and so as a result of course i don't then get up till you know between 9 and 10 maybe and then by the time i've been for my walk in the morning that's why then I'm often not starting work till like 12, 1 o'clock. But that still makes um, sense. The cycle of your day is essentially the same. It's yeah. just pushed back a few hours. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a complete night owl. Um, yeah, usually I'd say, usually I try to be in bed by midnight. But I probably don't go to sleep for another hour. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I recognize that very well. <laughs> Do you find it's, I mean, there's there's all kinds of reasons why you don't go to sleep. Some are sexy, some are not. But do you find that it's harder for your mind to shut off and to sort of unwind to go to sleep? Or is it, the other thing we have around here is sometimes that's the only time of day we've had to have a real conversation, even though we're both mm -hmm. working from home. And so then I'll yes. take that hour and that's when we can really chit chat and. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I think, so, I've always had trouble switching my brain off, even where, where before I worked from home, like, that's, this isn't something that I would associate with kind of working from home, that's going to, once I'm asleep, I can sleep for hours, <laughs> like, literally hours, but getting to sleep is the struggle for me, and I find it quite difficult to turn my brain off, mm -hmm. so I can often be, well, lay there thinking about all the things, um, which is why often before I go to bed, I will write a list of stuff because then I've like, okay, tomorrow I must do these things. And I've got it out of head, uh, out of head, out of my head. <laughs> because otherwise I lay in bed thinking about those things. Whereas if I've written them down, I can kind of let it go because I know they're on a piece of paper downstairs. Um, I do look at my phone, but not in a work kind of frame of mind, much more in a like, what's been happening on the internet today that I've missed kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, let's read some just general blah, blah, you know, have a quick scroll through Twitter, look through Instagram, read some stuff that people have done. So I use, I'm, yes, I'm looking at the internet, but I'm kind of more reading. Um, and then often I will read my book as well, because I just, that will then help me to get my head completely out of my head. And I can then, you know, be thinking about whatever my book was about and then I can usually go to sleep. So yeah, going to sleep is a little bit tricky for me, but that's that's just me. I don't think that's connected to necessarily working from home. I can absolutely relate. It is funny. Our schedules are similar. Our routines are similar, and yet they're kind of flipped on their head. So all of my best working energy is in the morning. I don't like mm -hmm. being up in the morning. I am grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. I need lots of coffee. I don't want to talk to anybody. But that is when I do my best work. So my routine is shifting your um, schedule back a few hours. I'm up in the summer with the kids not needing to go to school. 
I'm waking up at 7 a.m. and that feels like heaven because normally it's closer to 6, sometimes 5.30 in the morning. That is hell. I hate that. I hate that so much. But I do it during the school year, depending on the kids' school schedules, because I take the kids to school in the morning. John Brownstone picks them up in the afternoon because he has to be, since he's a woodworker, he has to be outside in the shop in the morning when it's cool. And in the afternoon when it's too warm to be out there, then he can go get kids. Um, and so right. that gives me the opportunity. I don't start work until in the school year until after the kids are at school and I've done that part. So my uh -huh. days start earlier. Now I am still playing with routines, trying to find what helps me be the most productive um, because what I have had to learn the hard way is that it's more important to be productive than it is to be busy, which are two different things. We could do an entire mm -hmm. episode just on that. Um, yeah. And so before, up until probably two or three weeks ago, my morning was, while I'm waking up, I'd take my shower, I'd kind of get started with my day. My morning was scrolling through social media because like you, I might not get the time during the day if I'm actually focused on work, but that was stressing me out. So I was starting my day with a whole bunch of other people's thoughts and opinions and anxieties mm -hmm. and whatever. And then that was kind of either all I could think about or it would impact my mood so much, I just couldn't really focus on work. So for me, I've turned that off. I don't even touch my phone until I sit down for lunch, which is around noon for me. And in that 30, 45 minutes between waking up and taking a shower, which is the very first thing I do because that wakes me up just as good as a cup of coffee. So I take a shower and I'm awake and then I get a cup of coffee and I'm more awake. Um, so I've taken my shower, I come out in the living room. I don't wanna go straight to work. That feels a little bit like the machine and the man and you know <laughs> the old way of working for somebody else. And I don't want that. I want a more relaxing morning. So I've started reading my book in the morning because okay. I, I know that my day can get away from me and or I can use so much mental energy in the work I'm doing in any given day that by the end of the day, I don't even have the bandwidth to focus my eyes on words. So mm -hmm. I've started reading in the morning, 30 to 45 minutes. I start my day really calm, really focused, feeling good because I love to read and I don't never read as much as I want to. And then I work from depending on how slow I'm moving in a day, I either start at eight or I start at nine. If I'm starting at nine, I better not have a lot to do because that will stress me out if it's a busy packed day. But I work from eight to noon and I get, that's when I do most of my writing. That is my most productive creative time of day. Right in the morning, take an hour, hour and a half for lunch if I don't have any errands. And that's when I walk the dog. So I get like at least 15 minutes a day in the sunshine and a little bit of activity right now. And I eat lunch and I, that's when I'll scroll th through social media and I'll watch a YouTube video or I'll hang out on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And then I'll go back to work between one and one thirty. And in a perfect world, I'm done by dinner. And dinner for us, we eat very early, mostly to deal with the kids' schedules because they don't, they're not allowed to stay up late. They're still young enough that we're like, nope, we're in charge of your bedtime. Um, and so in a perfect world, I'm done by 5.30, which is about right at dinner time. We don't live in that perfect world, so many, many days. <laughs> we finish dinner, and by 6.30, I am back at my computer, and some days yeah. I'm there till 10 o'clock at night. Now, what we've learned, because I, like you, I have trouble turning off my brain to go to sleep as well. 
Um, Mm -hmm. I have to, when I get up from my computer for the day, if it's late, I have to take at least 30 minutes to unwind. I have to do something that does not require me to think too hard or to answer anybody's question or to come up with content or to compose a sentence. I just veg out completely. So sometimes that's scrolling through social media. I have to be careful because again, if everybody is really angry on Twitter, that will impact right. my emotions too. Sure. And if I am, if I am, you know, I have anxiety all the time, even when I'm not feeling it, I'm just an anxious person. So if I go on Twitter and everybody is anxious, I am now anxious too. So I have to be really self-aware when I'm trying to quote, wind down what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes I'll watch a YouTube video, I'll look at some sexy people on Instagram, whatever. But even if it's late at night, like John Brownstone wants to be in bed between 10 and 10.30, that's his ideal time because we wake up so early. And he always wakes up between like 5.30 and 6, even in the summertime. And I'm like, you're crazy, but okay, I love you. Um, So he will sometimes go lay in bed and I'm just on the couch, just trying to get my brain to stop processing information for a while and to just realize that it doesn't have to think of sentences and it doesn't have to explain anything and it doesn't have to schedule Mm -hmm. anything. And then I can go lay down. But um, I had to break the habit of looking at my phone in bed because the same one two things were happening the i was constantly scrolling and i was up till midnight or one o'clock in the morning with still having the 5 30 a.m 6 a.m wake up time which for me made me less productive during my working day so that i mean it was just it was this awful like snowball effect that i hated and then of course i was going to bed and waking up looking at my phone and everybody else's emotions were in my head, they were in my face, and I was reacting to those. And so that was not productive for me either. So I didn't go as extreme as some people do of putting my phone in another room. I It's my alarm clock, it's how family can get in sure. touch with me. So it's in the room, but it's across the room. So it's very easy now for me to plug it in, put it over on the dresser and not think about it. And so if I'm still a little keyed up at night, I'll chit chat with John Brownstone, or we now use um, those meditation apps. Uh, The one we're using is called Breathe, and they do um, sleep meditation where they'll tell you a bedtime story or they'll walk you through guided meditation. And those have worked really well for us too. But if I can get good sleep at night, then I can maintain the early morning energy and get my work done um, that early in the morning. But if I don't get any sleep, like, yeah, we're recording on Friday. So on Thursday, I woke up and I had a really bad night's sleep. My head was kind of like in a a really anxious place. And thankfully, I didn't have any client work due (laughs) yesterday. But even writing blog posts was a total slog to get through. I was like, this is hard to do. I was like, why is this hard to do? Oh, that's right. You didn't sleep well last night. And and your head is a little fuzzy. And oh, yeah. So finding the those routines, not just in my working day, but how I go to sleep and when I wake up and how, you know, when I go to sleep, all of that bedtime, wake up and middle of the day is what gives me that routine. And what I like about it is that if I'm having, if I didn't get a lot of sleep, I can slow down the pace of work as long as I don't have a deadline, like that's that day. I can move things to the next day and go, ooh, no, I will make getting sleep tonight a priority 
so that I can get this done tomorrow and I'll take it easy on myself. But when you work for somebody else, you better go in or you're not getting paid that day, you know? Right. And then you're, you still have to work at somebody else's expectations, whatever that level is, whatever they, whatever their priorities are, regardless of how you feel. And so I have, while I maintain a really strict routine because it works best for me, I also use the flexibility that we get from working from home to think about my energy levels and what I'm capable of getting done in a day and then push other things back. What I can push, I push. Some some days, and you know this as well as I do, you feel miserable and you hate life and you sit there anyway and you get yeah. it done because it's the only day you've got to get it done. Yeah. Now, the other thing I do, um, I don't know how, how you – structure your work the way I structure my work and it's a new way I'm only the second or third week into it I now group so I have client work and then of course I have blog work and I now yeah. group all client work into two days of the week now those are very long exhausting days because it's a lot of writing but I, I put it all in two days of the week and then I um, give the rest of the week to blog work so I might do minimal admin things for a client the rest of the week but it's right. stuff that takes 20 minutes and I'm done and everything else is blog work. So I'm writing blog posts, I'm recording podcasts, I'm doing admin, I'm scheduling things, you know, whatever it is. I, my goal, if I can get used to this um, schedule, is to start creating other things. Like I want to create a workbook for Loving D BDSM and I want to do some specific stuff on the Smutlancer website that I just need blocks of time for. Sure. And so that's how I break up my work now. But before what I was doing was client work was the first working part of the day. So for me from eight to noon and then blog work was the afternoon or the evening. So how do you schedule the work itself within your routine? So I would say it's more like what you're doing now in that I try to, to push it, all that stuff together. Um, stuff that I'm doing for other people because like I look at my stuff basically on a kind of weekly schedule so then each week I'm like well what needs to be done and I like to get as much of that the client stuff out of the way as possible then I know the rest of the week is kind of my stuff mm -hmm. um, obviously sometimes like that can't happen just depending on what it is that you've got to do and obviously running a company's social media means that you can't like not be doing that however i do sit and skip like all the scheduled tweets and get them done and they're out of the way and they run across the week um but obviously you can't just then not be checking in because it's actually my job to monitor their account too and and communicate with people and blah 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 blah, blah. so obviously that's like constantly there um, so those kinds of things, it's, you can't really say, oh, I'll just do that and then I won't do that for the rest of the week because that's not how that works. But, yeah, and they notice um, when you ignore their social <laughs> That's when something yeah. blows up, the day you don't look at it. Right. So, and I mean, there, you know, there are certainly things where I'm like, hey, I'm not really around today, but I'll still check in on my phone and stuff. I just won't be as active as I've been and, and that's fine. Like the ebb and flow of their account, they're like happy with that. Um, and I think that that's fine for a Twitter account as well. Like you literally can't, I mean, unless you're like, I don't know, 
target or whatever when you obviously need a team and stuff but apart from that i think you know nobody expects you to be tweeting 24 7 exactly um and probably don't want you to would probably unfollow you if you did (laughs) to be honest because they'd just be like this is just stuffing up my timeline full of crap that i don't really want to know about um so yeah i'd say mine is very similar to yours one of the things that i was going to say because one of the joys of working for home for me is that i can do things like i looked at the weather forecast next week and i noticed that I've now completely forgotten what day it is. I think it's next Thursday. Looks like it's going to be a really lovely, sunny, beautiful day. So here's an example of what I would do is different here, is that I would be like, it's going to be the most lovely day. I'm probably not going to do any work next Thursday. I'm probably going to go out and take photographs and probably sit in the garden and read my book and sit in the sun. But as a result, I will probably work on Sunday. I make those kinds so of trade-offs all the time. I where t- I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do, I'm not working this Thursday or this Friday, you know, Fridays as well. I'm a bit, Fridays, I'm a bit, ah, <laughs> uh, Fridays, I'm a bit shit about Fridays because Friday I'm a bit like, it's the weekend. Yes. It's like, well, no, it's like, if you actually went to an actual job, you'd still have to go to work on a Friday. Exactly. I feel Whereas the same I'm way. a bit like, oh, Fridays. I just kind of dabble about on Fridays. I try not to do any not any actual work that's not true. not the hard stuff i don't want the stuff that's going to stress me yeah. out on a friday or that takes all my brain power because that means friday night if whether i'm gonna have some kinky fuckery or i'm gonna go out or i just want to read a book i don't have the brain power for it so yeah i'm right. with you i try and keep my fridays as light as possible and- right so like this is a perfect friday thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's fun it's not, you know, it's not like writing, you know, a great big long article or something like that. It's just feels relaxed. And so, yeah, this kind of thing, doing stuff like that on a Friday um, is exactly the, like actually scheduling tweets for the following week is the kind of thing I do on a Friday afternoon with a cup of tea. Yeah. Because I can sit here, I can just go through, be like, okay, that's that one, that's that one. So it's kind of, doesn't require a huge amount you know exactly yeah admin work is perfect when my brain's like i don't really want to focus right now oh let's let's do something that's like clicking things or yes yes the simple (laughs) stuff and i love a good friday for that oh yeah yeah so fridays i'm a bit like oh friday's the weekend like Mm -hmm. oh it's not really but anyway i kind of have get like decide friday's my favorite day of the week i love fridays i just say it like full of promise of the weekend and so yeah i love fridays and then the other thing i was going to say is like this morning i've been reading a book and i read a little bit last night but we went out to the theater yesterday afternoon evening which was lovely um and but by the time we got back and i went to bed i was quite tired but i've been really into my book and i only had like i don't know to perhaps i don't know 40 pages left or something perhaps not even that uh, so this morning when I woke up, I was like, oh, I'm going to quickly read my book. And then I actually sat there for like over an hour because <laughs> I wanted to finish it. So I read it all the way to the end. But that's one of the joys of working from home is that actually I was like, you know what? It's Friday. I'm going to get up. I'm actually going to read my book. I'm going to go for my walk. And then I'm going to record this podcast with you. And then after that, we'll see. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Like, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do after that. But yes, I do have stuff I need to do, but it will get done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. 
I'd say my my schedule is similar to yours, but probably with a little bit more flexibility in the sense of like I will just be like, as I said, just drop a day mm-hmm. and be like, actually, I'm going to go and take pictures today because it's sunny. Um, and yet, because you're and, a photographer and your blog is filled with your work and your work, that's you right. can call that work if you want. I mean, you're just batching. Yes, yeah, some I work. mean, I'm still creating content. Mm-hmm. I'm totally creating content. Um, it's just you know not kind of so direct in that sense of like you know working for someone else or stuff like that but um yeah so that just gives me that flexibility i i do something similar not for that kind of thing it's florida it's hot ain't nobody going out in the sun if they can help it um i'm actually looking forward to october november time and that will be when oh no, I need to take some extra time. Let's go outside. Let's actually go for Mm -hmm. a walk again. There's like six months of the year. No, I'm not walking outside except to walk the dog. That's it. Um, But I will look at a given week. So like you, I know what I need to get done in a week. And some things are, it's the same thing every time because that's what the client hires me to do. I write two blog posts for this side. I write two for that side. I got to do it every week. I know I've got to do it. So I know what I have to do in a week. I know what blogging work I want to get done in a week, but then there's also the rest of life. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to go get my hair done. Oh, we need to go run these errands, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so I will look at my week and see, okay, what's the workload this week? Is it a lighter week or a heavier week? Can I put all of my errands into one day? And then Wednesday is the perfect example. The plan had been to record with you in the morning which did not work out but look at us having our friday the way we like it so it it totally worked out in the end um and then my afternoon was going to be nothing but errands with john brownstone and we were doing all kinds of stuff we were doing like boring home stuff and we were going to lunch and we were doing fun stuff we're just doing all kinds of stuff and because we missed that recording i got a little bit of work done that i didn't think i would be able to get done blogging work stuff i wanted to put out online and then we left earlier than we intended and we and then i felt more relaxed because i was like wow look at i've got the whole day and i took the day now like you if i take an unexpected day i will make up for it over the weekend um i try to take every weekend off i used to not be good about that i used to i was so scattered and i wasn't productive when i would sit down and i wasn't i was focused on being busy and not being productive that my work weeks were out of control. I was working through the weekend almost all the time. And I was trying, oh my gosh, I was doing the same amount of work I do now, but it was taking me twice as long. Um, Mm -hmm. So I finally got that under control. And my weekends, I only give up a day if I give up a day in the middle of the week. And I do it knowingly. Um, If I don't have to, then I won't. This weekend coming up as we're recording, I've got family coming into town. So I don't even have a choice. Like I might be able to, Uh, slip off to the side and like hit publish on a saved draft like I'll do that if I if I want to control exactly when it goes out because I'm going to do other things with it for promotion or whatever and I won't schedule it I might have time to do that but that would be all I have time for so this week I'm looking at I'm like I've got to fit in these errands I've got to get this stuff done but I'm not giving up a weekend day. So some days that means it's a longer day or I just have to be super, super focused and can't let myself get distracted. And Mm -hmm. and Twitter will definitely distract me. And I know that about Mm -hmm. myself. So, you know, knowing is half the battle. Um, But I do try to contain it all to Monday through Friday, but I will 
use that flexibility to like I don't if I can help it I do not go to a grocery store on a weekend when everybody and their brothers at the grocery store I, mm -hmm. I go first thing on like a random Wednesday or Thursday I yeah. I had convinced myself that the places where I go to get my hair or my wax or my whatever any of my grooming stuff was just never all that busy and I forgot it's because I'm going on like a Thursday <laughs> everybody else is going right. on a Saturday but I prefer it that way. So I have a better experience. I get the flexibility and freedom because I work from home. I feel like I have more control over it. Um, and I don't have to deal with a lot of people all at once. Um, mm -hmm. We already know we have to do school supply shopping for the for the kids. And we're here in Florida, we get a tax free weekend. So the, for a whole weekend, when you buy school supplies, you don't have to pay the tax on them. Well, that's a 7% nice. savings and I am here for it because these children have only gotten more expensive as they've gotten older. <laughs> yeah. So I am purposely planning to do that on a Friday, which will be busy, but marginally less busy than the Saturday. Than a Saturday. Right. And again, I'm like, thank God I have the control for, you know, I have the, the control of my schedule for that. I have the flexibility because if I was working my old nine to five, which was actually seven to four, which was hell, um, I would be going at six o'clock at night when everybody else is going or I'd be going on the weekends. Yeah. And so now I don't have to do that. I can plan my entire life according to the, f of what I'm willing to work. But it does mean that there are times I have to work on a weekend, even if I hate it, even if mm -hmm. I'm kind of cranky about it. What I have noticed, and I sort of enjoy this about the weekend. So something about Monday through Friday, and I think it's because most people work Monday through Friday. My email blows up more. Even my social media blows up more. Mm -hmm. And so there are more distractions while I'm working, which if I don't have sort of the self-control to shut down my email and not look at it and shut down Twitter and not look at it, I get pulled multiple different directions. When I work on a weekend, nobody is emailing me. There's fewer mm -hmm. mentions on social media and I am really productive. I'm cranky about it. I'm <laughs> really productive if I do work on a weekend. So that's mm -hmm. kind of an odd thing I've, I've noticed over, over time. I don't seek it out. I don't want to do it, but I will do it if it means I'm doing other things I want to be doing. Or sometimes I'll take on a big project from a client. They'll be like, Hey, can you get us, you know, a hundred product descriptions, by the end of the month and I'm like, well, if you're paying and I like the money, I'll give up a weekend for that. You know, I like, right. I like money. So I'll, I'll make those choices, but they are choices. That's what I'm deciding to do. And if I uh -huh. say, no, I'm not going to do that. Or if I figure out a way where I can work that in and not still not give up my weekends, then I will do that too. Uh -huh. But I, I yeah. learned the hard way, and I know you have, have learned this in your own way. I have to have the downtime. If I try and work straight through and never have a break, I burn out so fast. I hate everybody. Mm -hmm. I hate words. I hate blogs. <laughs> I hate putting sentences together. I hate everything if I don't get some kind of break every once in a while from it all. Yeah, so I think, I mean, I'd say I'm still struggling a bit with that, that I do have a tendency to let it, like, leak over into the weekends quite a bit and that i don't have you know i'll have like bits of the weekend but not the whole mm. thing um and that's something that i know i need to keep working on to improve i do try to then look at my week and go actually you know what you did do quite a lot of work this weekend 
but really you did nothing on Friday and you right. didn't really you did that. <laughs> so you kind of have to be like talk be realistic with like actually you know what you did spend uh, you know it was beautiful weather on Thursday so you actually laid in the sun and read your book for most of the day and you didn't do very much on Friday but then you had to do a load of week work on Saturday and Sunday but it was raining you know so I'm like actually okay uh, that's fine so yeah I feel like I, f- I haven't cracked it I, d- I do get it wrong I don't think I have a, a good enough structure yet and I don't think I have a good enough time aside for me to just to do be like you know what I want to do what I want to do however I think I'm getting much better I think I've improved a lot so and I think it's a process because uh they're from 2014 to probably six months ago, maybe a little bit longer, I was like that. I mean, I just, there was always something to do and I needed to do it. And I, 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 for me, I felt very out of control in my schedule, which was frustrating because the purpose of working from home is to do what you want to do and to have the control. I mean, there's a sure. lot of the reasons to work from home, but that's part of it. And yeah. that did give me figuring that out. And I think we have to figure it out in our own ways. For me, it was about finding schedules that work and figuring out when I was most productive and eliminating distractions. Man, that's the hard one. Um, But having that control, it's why I get cranky if I give up a weekend when I didn't really expect to give up a weekend because on the weekends, and I have no clue if anybody other than me has ever noticed this, I'm on social media a lot less. I'm in my email a lot less. I Mm -hmm. do my best to not pay attention. Like I might post something because, oh yeah, that was a funny thing. Let me share it. Or, oh, look at this picture or whatever. Sure. But that is because part of the work I do is to be Kayla Lords on the internet that Mm -hmm. I have slowly learned how to give myself downtime from that as well. Um, and that makes it easier to come back on Monday ready to go. So my weekends are, yeah, we might run errands. We'll do stuff with the kids, whatever, but I'm reading books. I'm my, um, pastime activity. It's so weird. It's where I think I'm the most, I'm, it's my creative outlet. I'm a writer. How is this my creative outlet? I do cross stitch, which is a form of embroidery. Um, and it's, I totally Zen out when I'm making these little X's with colored thread across fabric. And so I can spend an entire weekend doing that and I can forget Twitter exists and I can forget blogs exist. And, oh, you left a comment. That's lovely. I'll get back to you later. You know, oh, you had a question. You will wait. This is my downtime. But if you can find the way to, even if it's not the weekend, if it's a Thursday, Friday, where you know Mm -hmm. for yourself, this is my downtime, and then make it actual downtime, ignore as much as you can for as long as you can. Yeah. Oh, it is so peaceful. It is easier to come back and jump right into all the work you have to do because you're like, oh, I just, I'm relaxed. I'm not cranky because other people on the internet are cranky. I didn't even look at the news. I know my politics, my political spectrum here in the U.S. is a shit show. (laughs) I don't have to read the headlines to know that. I know that. You know, (laughs) it's like life is just calmer and it's easier than to cram the week full of work. At least that's what I've found. Is that it's easy yeah, to do. and it's funny. I've been watching. Um, there's a reality TV show here called Love Island. Um, I think there's an American. I think version so too. Love yeah. Um, so I started watching it last year with my daughter. 
because she was like avidly watching it and I was like I should watch this as well because otherwise I have no idea what she's watching you can't talk to them about it if you're not watching it too. right so I thought oh my god I'm gonna have to watch this show and little did I know that fuck is it addictive? <laughs> I mean it's I know I know it's trash I know it's trash but I'm addicted to this trash so I watched it last year. I will say it was absolutely fascinating and we had amazing conversations as a result about subjects that I don't think we would have talked about maybe in quite the same way that it brought up subjects. I mean, we had a long conversation about gaslighting, for example. Mm, yeah. You know, what it was and how it can be used and like kind of how it you can be happening and you not even realising that it's happening to you. And so it was really interesting because... It was kind of happening on the show. And so it was like, here it is in action. Like, this is, he is totally gaslighting her in this moment. And my daughter was like, what does that mean? And so we had like this big long conversation. So, and that was just one of the examples of topics. So anyway, this year I've watched it again with the whole like, I should watch it so that I can talk to her about it. But really the truth is I've watched it because I'm addicted to this absolute trash. But it is on every night of the week. Oh my god! For an hour, apart from Saturday. Wow. So uh, Sunday to Friday every night for a week. But I have noticed that that hour of just sitting on the sofa, watching that program, has been really good for me. Like I often get back up after that, and I'm like bash out a bit of work after that because it's like I just did a thing for an hour that wasn't. As you said, wasn't looking at Twitter, wasn't sitting at my computer, wasn't tidying the kitchen or doing any of you know those other things. I just sat there and watched this trashy show <laughs> of basically and people snogging each other all the time. That's the only bit of it though, is that it really makes me want to kiss and be kissed because <laughs> I watch this program and I'm like, oh my god, I you know you forget kissing is brilliant. Um, but yeah, so I think even on a daily basis having something you do every day that's even if it's 20 minutes like you said like you always sit and have your lunch and do your thing Mm -hmm. and like those little things are really fucking important i think because otherwise you become kind of consumed by what you do and it's all you do so you sit in front of your computer literally for hours and the only times you're not doing that is like, you know, when you need to put the laundry out or you need to have dinner or you need to take the kids somewhere. or And those also, although they're taking you away from work, they're not really things for you. They're responsibilities and they're things for your family, but they're not, like, for you. And so I've decided... One, I, I said this last year after Love Island finished. I was like, you know what? When it finished, I was still... Like, every evening I was like what do I do now? It's like my hour and there's no stupid TV program. And then I kind of gradually got back into my old routine of just using that time. But again, this year I was like, you know what? When Love Island finishes, I'm going to find something that I do later in the evening that's, even if it's just a half an hour, that's not at my computer, that's just for me. Like, I wish, there were, I mean, I, to be honest, I wish Love Island went on all year round because it would be perfect, but I appreciate that maybe that's a bit much. <laughs> I will say I did replace it later in the year with the Great British Bake Off. But of course, then there's like, you know, then they that stops. And then what do you do for the rest of the year? Like, I Love Island, Great British Bake Off, then I'm fucked for the rest of the year. I don't know what to do with myself. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> May I recommend uh, binging uh, DC TV shows on Netflix? Because that's what we're doing over here. I have seen all of the so Green the, Arrow. The, I'm now watching The Flash. I'm pretty sure we're going to watch Supergirl next. <laughs> so we do have... So the other TV show that we've been watching is Killing Eve. But we have a problem with TV shows, Marco and I. Because... He finds a TV show that he likes or that we like, like Killing Eve. And what he would like to do is sit down over the course of a day or so and binge watch all of the episodes. <laughs> I can't do that. I get find myself getting quite irritable. Very Like I can do a, perhaps two episodes, maybe three. And then I have to go and do something else. And I don't want to watch anymore until like maybe the next day or even the day after that. I do really like the like hour a day thing or, you know, that kind of, I mean, it's how we always used to watch TV in the olden days. Right, when you couldn't binge anything, you just had to watch it when it came when on you TV. It had to be like, you know, oh, that TV program I like that's always on Tuesday at nine o'clock. Like you had to sit down on Tuesday at nine o'clock and actually watch the fucking thing. There was none of this like twatting about binge watching bullshit that just, you know that never happened so and maybe that's it maybe that like ruined me forever and that's the only way i can watch tv like i need to still be in like 1985 <laughs> i don't know um but so we have a little bit of a problem about that because he will then often go off and like watch the whole series and then i'm like oh can we watch that and i know he gets frustrated because i literally just want to watch an episode like yeah, now yeah. and then and he wants to sit and watch them all so he has been good about killing Eve. It's the only one where I think he hasn't been like, I'm going to watch all of it. But I know, like, I caught him the other day and he was watching the new series of You, Me, Her. Don't make a face at me. <laughs> I saw you watching. He's making a face because I said I caught him. Like, and like, and I'm not, yeah, it's not like he was doing it secretly. <laughs> but I was like, are you watching You, Me, Her? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fine. Okay. Watch it without me. <laughs> We had a similar conversation for us. It's superhero stuff. So John Brownstone watched the entire first season of the Umbrella Academy without me, told me how great it was. And he was like, oh, well, I, I'd watch it again. I was like, but you could have clued me in the first time. <laughs> I want to relax too, damn it. <laughs> right. So yeah, so maybe once Love Island is finished, in between that and The Great British Bake Off, I might start doing like an hour a night or even like and watch some more of these episodes of loads. We've got loads of stuff backed up because I'm a bit rubbish about watching stuff. Yeah, so. same. Uh, same. Yeah. So I think it's just as important as it is to have a weekend. I think it's also important to have a day where in the sense of your day structure and that you have some time in that day where you do something else that's not family responsibility shit that's not like you know i have to do the laundry or i have to go to the shops or yes that's important to fit that in because it means you don't have to do that at the weekend and that's the luxury of working from home but i do think it's really important to be like like this morning where i was like you know what i'm just going to read my book for an hour and bugger everything else it um because otherwise, like, you're just giving up everything, I think. I just, like, you're not, like, you might as well just go to work. And, and, I, and I feel the same way. I struggled, and I still, every once in a while, struggle with this, with the, I guess it's a, a form of guilt of knowing that, well, in a, quote, regular job, I would be busy from 8 to 5, 9 to 6, whatever. And so... Sure. 
what does it mean that, you know, I, I still sometimes have this internal voice that tells me that, you know, by doing a thing at three o'clock, because I can sit and read my book, do a little of this, watch uh -huh. a TV show, whatever, I will sometimes every once in a while feel a little bit of guilt about that. Yeah. And I, it's truly probably only in the past six months to a year that I've started to sort of do some self-talk of what are you feeling guilty about? Is your work done? Um, mm -hmm. Are you meeting your deadlines? You know, do you have anything that is pressing right this second and has to get done? No, then this is part of, this is part of the point of working from home is sure. to do the things you want to do when you can do them. Now, the, um, I think so, where I have noticed that some people struggle is that they find it hard. They find the opposite hard. So instead of getting mired down in all of their responsibilities and working too much, which you and I same on that, um, they mm -hmm. let themselves get easily distracted and then find it harder to come back to work. And I, I it's, you know, different sides of the same coin of either way, uh -huh. it's, there's a problem with structure, either we're overstructured, which I think is probably you and I, where we're like, if I'm not doing something, what am I contributing to the life? There's always something to do. And it's like, no, 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 it's totally okay. Just sit still, um, over, overachievers right. of the world unite. And then there's the opposite of, well, I have to write these articles or I have to do this, but oh, look at this bright shiny over here. And then the day gets away from them and they've missed a deadline or whatever. Um, have you ever experienced some of that, that, that opposite of the letting the distractions? Cause I have, I, I don't not frequently enough. I've never missed a deadline because of it, but I do know that my day can get away from me if I let myself get too distracted. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. Where, and that's why like for me, my little morning routine to get me started with my walk, and whatever weirdly if that gets fucked with that will often fuck with the whole rest of my day because for some unknown reason it's like that like how you get going is really important mm -hmm. and so you know if something goes not even like if something goes awry or something distracts me um i mean just you know for example if michael has a hospital appointment first thing in the morning Obviously, there's nothing to be done about that, and we have to go to that, and it's very important. But I know that often the rest of that day is completely balked as a result. Because I can't somehow get back into my day, mm -hmm. because everything feels wrong. Like, it's all weird. I don't, I can't, wait. I've, I've fucked it at that point. So, you know, I'll get bits and bobs done, maybe, but just something's not right. Um, and yes, I definitely can get distracted where I'm like... Oh, suddenly I realised like two hours have gone and I don't know, I find, you know, something, as you said, something distracts you on Twitter. Oh, yeah. You see something that leads you down a fucking rabbit hole. Um, and then you're like, oh my God, suddenly it's now it's Hoppers 2 when it was only Hoppers 12. Um, and I haven't really got started yet. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, yeah, that definitely does happen. One of the things I'd say about working from home is you've got to forgive yourself as well. Yes. Because otherwise you just get into this cycle of like beating yourself up about it all, all the time. And then you're just miserable because you're like, oh my God, I fucked it again today. Whereas actually I'm a bit like, oh, well, that's a bit fucked up. Like, I mean, obviously if I was missing deadlines, that would be different. Like that never happens. So, um, 
I mean, obviously, I miss podcasts, <laughs> but that's because I just like I'm an idiot. But like, it, that's a whole it worked thing. out, and you know what? But it was fine. I, but I just, you know, and he's giving me a look now because I said I'm an idiot. Like I was an idiot in that moment because I was like. I just, I don't know. I so, I can't believe I messed it up. I was basically, for everybody who doesn't know, I basically hadn't turned the page on my calendar. <laughs> and so I was still previously, even though it was Tuesday, how had I got to Tuesday and not turn the page? Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. Um, and so I was still looking at the previous week and we had also done um, Skype stuff the previous week on the Wednesday, but that had been at four o'clock. And I, because I hadn't turned the page, I was like, oh, Wednesday, four o'clock, perfect. And I had that rooted in my head when actually it was meant to be Wednesday. The following Wednesday was meant to be at like two o'clock. So I turned up two hours late um, to Kayla going, I'm really worried about Right, because I was DMing her on Twitter because that's our main mode of communication. <laughs> I'm getting nothing and I'm getting nothing. I was checking her Twitter feed. I'm like, oh my gosh, did Michael need to go to the hospital? Did something happen with the dancing queen? Like normally she'll tweet out an alert when like her life goes to shit and we, and we can see and I'm seeing nothing. And what's funny is the moment she was like, well, I actually closed Twitter so I wouldn't be distracted and you should have just messaged me on Skype. I had that moment of, oh my God, I should have just messaged on Skype. That makes so much sense. So guess what? Now that's what I do. But here, you know, and that actually brings up a really interesting point. And this, if I don't have a good structure to my work week, this does happen. So I'm wondering if it happens to you. From working from home, the days can run into one another. Like for, I know that for the most part they don't for me because I have a very specific blogging schedule. I know on this day I'm doing this, on this day I'm doing that. But have you ever sort of found that sometimes the days do run away from you and you're like, wait, what do you mean it's Thursday? I thought, what day are we on? I don't know. Like the month runs away from me. I think we're still at the beginning of the month and really we're like in mid to like almost late part of the month. And I'm like, how did we get here? Where like that? I have found that the days can sometimes run together and I I'm don't even, I, what, what day is it? I don't know. It's the day I do this work. That That's what I do uh-huh. know. This is the day I do this work and that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And if something gets, so my blogging schedule kind of forms my week in a, in a much in a way because, and my ideal, this is my ideal fantasy, <laughs> uh, is that on Sunday, afternoon at my leisure i write a masturbation monday post but that often doesn't happen (laughs) because like uh, like as i said this is like my fantasy world um and yeah i'll often do a lot of my sinful sunday sunday is a weird day because of sinful sunday and so i try to actually make sure at the very least on sundays i always try to get the vast majority of the comments done on every simple sunday post because i find if that leaks over into monday i struggle to the rest of the week to keep up so i do always spend at the very least some time on sunday trying to do all those comments and some tweets around that um, so yes, if I get a chance, I'd like to write my Masturbation Monday post as well. So then it's done ready for Monday and then that just goes out. And ideally, I want to write my Wicked Wednesday post. Sometimes they're done, usually they're not, and I do them on Tuesdays. But often that gets like fucked up, Some, especially if I have other stuff work to do that gets set aside and I end up doing it on Wednesday. Um, 
And then my blogging world is, for me, is a bit more open because those are my key things that I have to hit. And then, of course, there's Sunday as well. And Simple Sundays takes is much less time. I don't have to write a great deal. It's usually, it's about the image. Da, da, da. So those are like my base things that I want to achieve for my, for Molly Steady Kiss content-wise. Um, and so that gives me a little bit of structure to my, to that kind of stuff. And then everything tends to, I slot everything else around that. But of course, you have to be flexible and things change. And then suddenly it's like, actually, um, you know, I do this other piece of client work. And so that's pushed back when I get to do this. Actually, I'm going to write Wiki Wednesday on Wednesday morning rather than on Tuesday afternoon as a result. So there's definitely flexibility in there. But um, yeah, I de you can definitely do that. And the whole like, oh my God, it's July. <laughs> like I've suddenly realized today I should have posted the um, monthly prompt for August oh, no. <laughs> for Simple Sunday. Like, I should have posted it yesterday. It doesn't matter. I don't have, like, a set date. It'll go out today. But it's, like, August? August? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, in a blink of an eye, it's going to be autumn. I know. Well, that's terrifying. Well, think for just a second. Blink one more time, and it's going to be 2020. What the hell? <laughs> don't say that. Shush now. We can't talk, like, dirty like that on the internet. Jesus, what is wrong with you? Especially to the woman who's planning erotica in 2020. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going to cut that out. <laughs> I've said something forbidden. Okay, so um, I would like to touch on, because I think that most people who are um, working towards being able to work from home, so the their mm -hmm. smartlancer stuff is still the side hustle their blog is still like the thing they do they fit around their their day job but a lot of people that's their ultimate goal they want to work from home i would yeah. like to maybe touch on reality versus the fantasy were there things at any point even while you've been working from home where you thought it would be one way and the reality is so different <laughs> I think it's really easy to visualize it as like this kind of fantasy life of, you know, getting up and still kind of like putting on a nice, not a nice dress, but, you know, getting dressed every day and, you know, you'll still make the effort that you did when you went out to work and, but it's all just going to be kind of like nice. Uh, but just at home and like that's bullshit like you suddenly realize that it's like 10 o'clock at night and you're still in your pjs <laughs> um and you didn't wash your hair and you haven't put a bra on in three days like uh, which is an upside to, to it but also there's that bit i think we talked about this once before where you just think i haven't put on like pro I, I don't wear half my clothes mm -hmm. Because I just, I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I have a shower and I'm like, well, I'm not going anywhere today apart from to drive the Dancing Queen somewhere. So I'm just going to put on this crappy old pair of leggings and an old jumper, which is kind of what I live in. Um, so those things, I don't think you ever think about that of like, actually, I, I need to put on some proper clothes to kind of dress up a little bit because otherwise I literally just wear like old t-shirts and and it's not, it's not great it's not good I saw the other day a girl on the net actually tweeted something about um, 
what people don't most people don't realize is that most of your her freelancer life is spent wandering around the house in a pair of knickers looking for cups of coffee yes that is accurate and, and, and that actually made me laugh apart from i would change uh, the word coffee to glasses because i spend a lot of time wandering around the house in just my knickers looking for my glasses because i'm always like where are my glasses where did i put them um but yeah, so there's, I think there's that where you think it's going to be a little bit more like a relaxed version of going to the office. Um, and it is, but it's like so relaxed that you've worn your pyjamas for two days. Um, and you're like, this isn't, <laughs> this is not great. No, yeah, it's not, not our best. It's our most relaxed self. It's not our best self. Yeah, poor John Brownstone. He said, you know, I, I used to like it when you, when you dressed up. And see, we we were long distance while I still worked in an office. So he almost never saw me in work clothes, but he would see me on a weekend or even in the beginning, I didn't have relaxed slouchy clothes yet. I didn't have worn old yoga pants yet. And I didn't have like faded t-shirts. I still had a lot of work related uh-huh. clothing. So he will every once in a while go, you know, I, you are free to dress in whatever way is appropriate for you. Like I'm not Im- infringing on your right to whatever, but I, I do miss it when you, you know, dress up. So we right. actually will look for um, moments like we'll go run errands together or we'll go out to dinner or something where I can put on real clothes <laughs> and he, and he yeah. can benefit from watching that. But I also find um, based, talking about what we wear, it's hard to go shopping. I, I don't love to shop. I have that, I think, typical sort of, oh my God, I hate how I look in clothes and dressing room lights are the devil kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to look at clothes and I will look at things on a hanger that I love. I'll even try things on and go, oh, I love this. And then I'm like, but where the hell am I gonna wear it to? I prefer right. my leggings <laughs> and my sloppy slouchy t-shirts with no bra. Like that's actually how I work better if I'm comfortable. So I want to be yes. comfortable, but also yes. I like wearing dresses and I like wearing colorful things, but my brain says, why are you spending the money on that when you're almost never going to wear it? So I'm still working on the balance there. The um, the thing I thought that I, I thought working from home would be like was that I would, I, clearly I forgot I was somebody's mother when I was imagining working from home. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I would get to wake up after the sun had come up and that I wouldn't need an alarm and I just wake myself up naturally. And then I would ease into my day with a cup of tea or coffee. And I would, you know, I'd read and I'd do this and I'd do that. And I have, after five years of working from home, found the way to kind of do that. I do ease into my day reading a, a book and I do drink my preferred cup of coffee. And yes, 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 but I, I'm a mother. And at school time, it doesn't matter what time I'd like yeah. to wake up, these children have to get to school. So <laughs> that was probably, you know, I thought it would be really laid back. And somehow I convinced myself that I'd be able to start work at like, oh, 10 o'clock in the morning and be done by three. <laughs> yeah. No. On a light day, yeah. One day a week, maybe. Yeah, I can kind of do that. But no no most days Mm -hmm. i you know whatever the schedule of the day is it's got to be a very strict schedule and it has to have a very clear start and i try to have a clear end but really that i just sit back down if i need to um but yeah i had this very airbrushed romantic 
kind of like a Hallmark uh, card commercial vision yeah. in my head of what working from home was like. And actually, no, it's uh, uh, yoga pants with rips in them and no bra. And I keep my hair short, so you can almost never tell if I haven't washed it. Now, the one thing I do, and I don't think you have to follow anybody else's strict routine, but I, I think that the key is having a good wake up routine. So like you go for your walk, like that's your thing. Mm -hmm. I have gotten around to, and I've, I've learned this the hard way. If I don't get out of bed and go take a shower before I've done anything else, I'm not really awake. Like I am groggy and cranky and can't really get started. Every once in a while I'm like, but I'm like a spoiled child. I don't want to have to take a shower. I just want to throw my PJs on and just, uh, and I do that because I've convinced myself that that's somehow better than the routine. And then I struggle through the rest of my day until I go take a shower. Yeah. But if I stick to my routine of just get your butt out of bed, when the alarm goes off, don't hit snooze, get in the shower, you're mostly awake. Then from, and my brain knows at this point your day has started. And then I can mm -hmm. ease into the rest. But no, I really did think I was going to be very relaxed and I was just going to saunter into my day. And it was going to, you know, there would be very few demands on me. I would just do what I wanted. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And the other thing that is fantasy land, I think, forever and ever more, if you work from home or work for yourself in this kind of way, is holidays. Oh God, I know what I know. I did not take Memorial Day or Labor Day or 4th of July or what, what, what are these days? <laughs> you know, or going on holiday, like going oh, on holiday, gosh, yes. like, and you know, I can't go on holiday if there's not going to be internet there. Yeah. Well, in, or the thing I do, because I still need to, there are things that I still need to do. Like I can dial stuff right back, mm -hmm. but there are still things that I need to do. And so I need to be able to get on the internet. So going on a holiday where there's no internet is right now, I don't think that's ever going to be able to happen. Well, and the the thing I have done, and I like I do this when we come to London for Eroticon or when at, if I don't want to work over the Christmas holidays and we're going to like visit family or whatever. And this is the reality of when you work for other people and I have to do double the work the week before yeah. because if I yes. want to legitimately and I used to not what I used yeah. to do is I would go to Eroticon and of course I always bring my laptop but I bring my laptop and I'd take a couple hours a day to do some stuff or over Christmas yeah. break the you know the kids are off playing my mom was on vacation before she retired like it was supposed to be a whole week to just spend together as family I'm like haha I need three hours every morning give me yeah. that time and that was part of my burnout so yeah. yeah, we had a, a language barrier there. Um, so yeah, so for when you said holiday, I thought about, and I thought immediately about all of the, I guess y'all call them bank holidays, but all of like the times where everybody else is off of work, unless you work in the service industry. Yeah. And of course you don't get a day off ever either. Um, my aunt will text me, it's like, it's 4th of July here in the States. It's all about the barbecue and the fireworks. And she's like, are you taking today off? I'm like, no, it's just a random whatever day that fell on. You know, no, I'm working today. I yeah. might work a little less, but I'm, I'm working. Sure. Memorial Day is another one. It's always a Monday. Everybody's like, look, three-day weekend. And I'm like, mm, no, Mondays are when I do this thing specifically. And if I yeah. want to take Monday off, that means I had to do it last week. Yes. And I had to double up yeah. somewhere. And it's a, it is a yeah. choice whether I want to take a single day off 
out of nowhere that's not like worked in or I want to take a week off. And now I yeah. what I will do because I do social media management too. I let the clients I'm doing social media for know, okay, stuff will be scheduled this week. I am not monitoring yeah. it this week. I am taking time off and it is a boundary that I establish with them so they right. understand and I try to do I was trying to do three or four weeks out of the year where I did that. Um, Eroticon was one. Um, Christmas was another. And then I would try to like find a week here and there where mm -hmm. I can do it. But it's right now, it's so exhausting to think of the amount of work I have to do to get ready for a week off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. mm, no, I'm for right now, I'm just going to keep trucking on. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, if you know, the freelance life, just because everybody else is taking a day off because they didn't have to go to work today. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily. You can, you can choose to work your life around that and do what we talked yeah. about earlier where, oh, I'll take this Monday off, but I'm going to have to work on the weekend, you know, next whatever. Yeah. But it is not a just take a day off. It's a it's a trade off. You have to, to uh -huh. pick the I'm going to be super busy here to not have to do anything here. But if yeah. you can ever let yourself do it, I highly recommend yeah. just once a year, just try once a year, a few days where no, you're not even going to check the social media for the client. And see, the, I still charge uh -huh. the full amount, even when I take a week off, because I did yeah. everything out. So yeah, I, I wasn't looking yeah. at Twitter for them on a random day, but I did all the other work. So I don't cut yeah. my rates for that. But I do set that no, boundary and go, I need a break. And m thankfully, and I, I think you're probably in the same situation I'm in, I have really good clients. I've, I have gotten rid of the yeah. crap ones. I keep the good ones. And then they're, yeah. they're totally fine with it. They get it. They're not questioning yeah. that. So, yeah, whether you want – and if yeah, no. If you can put the work down so you can go on vacation – I please, please, please try to do it. It is so refreshing mm -hmm. to come back after a week of not having done any of that. Yeah. So clearly we could keep talking about this forever, <laughs> but we probably should wrap it up. And I will say that if any of this conversation brought up more questions than, you know, that you're thinking about, of, oh, what about this? What about that? Those would be great questions to ask for an upcoming mailbag episode. And yeah, you should yeah. email us or DM us or whatever to ask those questions. And then the next time we do a mailbag, we might actually answer it because there's a lot to working from home there. And there's a lot of information. Just do a quick Google search of working from home tips and oh my lord you'll find yeah. and it all conflicts with each other it's either all the same thing they're telling you literally the same thing no imagination at all or it conflicts completely because there is no one right way like with everything you have to find what works for yeah. you and your energy levels and your goals and the way you work best and it's a process yeah and i will say one thing if people want to ask a question but one thing i haven't talked about that has revolutionized my life this year and i'm gradually getting better at using it and i'm determined to improve it even more was buying a proper planner because mm. I used to do everything online and like I still have my Google Calendar which I live by because it emails me reminders which is really important but my planner that is quite a complicated little it's quite a complicated thing it's called the circle planner um, 
this has been brilliant and so maybe like uh, maybe i'll do a little episode about the planner i think that would be really cool and i think we could also do later an episode where we talk about our different ways to stay on schedule because for me i have i have mine all in google calendar and i do very specific calendar blocking now and that has worked Mm -hmm. for me but i am wanting to get not necessarily a planner like that, but like a just a calendar that I can keep on my literally on my desk where I can look at it at a glance. And so I'm going right. to start playing with what I need to have my reminders and stay on track. And I think we could def because that's a huge part of working from home is figuring out your yeah. schedule and what keeps you productive and how you meet your deadlines and how you're going to get the work done while you're there with, you know, your uh-huh. your crappy clothes and your unwashed body. <laughs> So I think that would be a really good topic to come back to. Yeah. But we're both organized people, but we don't make a list of these things. So I think we're going to have to make a list of potential topics. And while you're asking questions, oh dear listeners, if you have anything where you think, ooh, would you please spend a day or a whatever talking, or a day when we could spend a day, spend an episode talking about a specific topic. We will take topic suggestions, y'all. We are not too proud. We want to talk about the things you want to hear about. And if we have an opinion on it, oh, believe me, we can clearly spend over an hour talking about it. (laughs) So I think that is it for this week. Um, again, if you have mm-hmm. questions, um, there's an Ask the Smut Lancer page at thesmutlancer.com, or you can reach out to me on any social media platform by DM or just mention me on social media. I know the same is true for you, Molly, um, at Molly's Daily Kiss or at Eroticon UK, either one, right? Yeah. So yeah. reach out to us, ask your questions, give us your show ideas. Oh, and if um, Eroticon has a newsletter, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> said said in the tone of I know I don't always send it out like I should. Here's what I would say. If you just subscribe to the Eroticon blog, you'll get emails this way too. But what I'm going to say is whenever you yes. get an email, whether you're subscribed to the Smutlancer newsletter or the Eroticon newsletter or blog post or whatever, you got a thought or a suggestion, just hit reply and reply back to yeah. us. That's as easy as it gets. And then nobody will ever see that you asked the question and we won't share mm-hmm. your name if you don't want us to. So... Yeah, send us your questions, send us your show ideas, talk to us. This is meant to be a thing for you. And then, of course, I'm going to do one last plug where you can get quicker um, and more in-depth information from us and from an entire community of other Smut Lancers. If you will join us on Patreon in the Smut Lancers community, patreon.com slash the smut lancers um if you just like want to show appreciation for the work we do we love appreciation you can join at a dollar a month but if you go up to the next level of five dollars a month you get access to a slack channel community that is really active we get really good questions everybody joins in if they have a thought or an opinion or can help provide information sometimes it's just encouragement we had somebody who was like should i write about this thing on my blog and several of us were like yes please write about that thing on your blog so Patreon.com slash The Smut Lancers. Come join us. We're fun people. Okay. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's it for us this week. Bye.